Welcome to the Woo Child Podcast, a space created specifically for women expressing our mental health, our boss girl life, and our purpose that God has for us. Sit down with me, Dee Marie, as we vibe it out and let our minds finally, finally take a break. And child, it's Friday, period, poo. everyone and welcome back to the Woo Child Podcast and of course I'm your girl Dee Marie and thank you so much for tuning in to the Woo Child Podcast. So girl I got a topic today honey. So today we're talking about we're continuing to the part three of friendship PTSD. Last week we discussed about self-compassion and how to have lack of judge judgmental thinking which kind of goes a little bit into the friendship PTSD but today we are talking about abusive or toxic friendship um friendships and really just how to really tell the difference is it abusive or is it a toxic friendship so let's get into it so honestly what made me even want to think about this topic was of course continuing Um, as far as talking about friendship PTSD but really just sitting down to realizing like is it abuse or is it toxic and doing my research and then what we'll go into discussion with it I've just learned kind of the difference and the similarities of it so we'll start with toxic friendship so you know we all have that toxic eggs or whatever but we never really think like is is a friendship toxic so Um, According to Women's Health, these are kind of some of the signs as far as like how to tell if you are in a toxic friendship. So I'm just going to go through them real quickly. It's about six of them. So one, you're giving more than you're getting, period. Another sign is you no longer trust them. You dread checking your phone. You don't enjoy spending time with them. You don't like yourself when you're around them. You know they talk shit about you. You know they talk about you. (laughs) And you compete with them. So toxic friendships may be... So a definition of toxic friendships can be that they may be inconsiderate, pushy, and over needy as well. Toxic friendships may, may make microaggressive comments without realizing that they're being hurtful. So now let's get into abusive. And so let's get into abusive friendships because abusive in abusive friendships, it kind of, the behavior kind of intensifies. So they they take it up a notch <laughs> as far as abuse. Okay, so here are six signs that you are in an abusive friendship. They don't respect you. You don't feel safe being honest with them or around them. They don't listen to you. You don't trust them. They need you for everything. It feels one-sided. Um, also, I'm going to go down real quickly on another list that I found to f- signs that you're in an abusive relationship because it kind of gets a little bit more into detail. So it says, if your friend lies to you, which if you catch them repeatedly lying to you, that's a problem. And a healthy relationship is based on trust. Your friend consistently ghosts you or does not include you. It, example, if you confront them, they become very defensive or point the finger saying it's your fault. Ask yourself, why aren't they owning up to it? Your friend gives you the silent treatment or makes you feel bad by criticizing you. Your friend doesn't respect your boundaries or time. You don't feel safe 
being honest with them, like we said in the previous, um, you don't trust them, it feels one-sided. So, and Lord help me. Okay, so I'm, I'm reading this. Um, it's an article that I found from thelily.com. And so she's basically talking about her story about having friendship PTSD and about how she was in an abusive relationship and I mean not a relationship an abusive friendship and she was really talking about her friends and so one of the topic or co-topics was how do abusive friendships take root and so basically if you're talking about how similar romantic relationships and abusive friendships start out being positive you know you trust them you intimate there's intimacy well it's not for friendships but a bond is basically created um which makes it kind of tricky to tell in the beginning how a friendship or relationship was going to play out obviously so um obviously you can't tell if they're going to be having backstabbing behavior or have angry outbursts or toxicness or whatever so she mentioned that one of the examples that she mentioned kind of goes back to why I said I could be toxic or, or we could have toxic tendencies from whether it's childhood trauma, previous friendship, PTSD, um, incidents, friend relationship, PTSD, um, abusive exit, emotional abuse. Exit. And when I say abuse, I, I'm, I kind of want to clarify that real quick. Abuse can be a multitude of things. I don't mean domestic violence because please, if you are in a domestic violence relationship, friendship, please get out of that. Please contact a counselor. I'm going to list some um, places that you can contact on the Instagram page and Facebook page. But when I say abuse, and I probably should put this in the title, is emotional emotional abuse is also a thing as well. And we kind of don't, we only categorize that with relationships and don't really talk about the friendship part about it and so anyway so she gave this example um she said for example growing up in a dysfunctional family led megan which is her friend she's talking about who has also asked to be identified by her first name okay um i think it was an anonymous person so let's start over for example growing up in a dysfunctional family led megan to miss the signs of friendship abuse my parents divorced when I was in elementary school and they were very manipulative. Because of this behavior, I was overly accommodating in relationships and had difficulty standing up for myself. Of how I grew up in a slightly dysfunctional household, I developed not standing up for myself. So it, it continues, it says, in college, she unknowingly played out this relationship pattern with her now former best friend who she alleges emotionally abused her for years. According to Megan 26, her friend knew about her parents' divorce as well as her strained relationship with them and used it against her. After the two women started a business together, Megan's friend told her she was incompatible of making business decisions because of her past. Megan says that as a people pleaser, she didn't feel as though she could challenge the hurtful comments. 
Um, the author calls this dynamic repetition compulsive, a behavior a behavioral in which people unknowingly replay unresolved family dysfunction in new adult relationships. The victim might not be recognized recognize their friends controlling, smothering, or demanding behavior because it's similar to mistreating they endured in childhood, which makes the behavior feel familiar, she explains. In other words, for many abused people suffer for many abused people suffering seems like a normal part of intimate relationships and so going back to like my relation my actual intimate intimate relationships um with men I was emotionally abused because of just a whole plethora of things and then you guys know in one podcast I talked about how I was sexually assaulted aka raped um so due to all those relationships, um, it, it kind of, including my parents' um, relationship and other relationships that I've seen around me, it kind of just played a part as far as like being normal and not understanding how it's playing a part in into how I think. So going back to why I'm really talking about friendship PTSDs because of that last statement is because in other words, many people, many abused people, suffering seems like a part, a normal part of inf- intimate relationships. And I, and I felt that because I didn't really understand like certain, how certain friendships win and certain relationships win or whatever. But I thought that the suffering that I was dealing with, now we know the difference between, you know, things are going to happen like it's it's just inevitable um but you kind of have to know the difference between what is abuse and what is just every day every day um type thing you know you get an argument here or there but it's a thin line as far as like people being manipulative consistently um people trying to control you control your thoughts always pointing the finger and making you feel like a bad person every time that you speak and stuff like that. So we know the fine line is, I hope that um, we know the fine line as far as abuse and, and toxicness because we don't, I don't want us to just go around here saying, you're toxic, you're toxic, you're toxic. But, you know, these type of things do play a role in how we were raised, what we have been through in life. Now, as an adult, I do feel like at a certain at a certain time we do have to take accountability for the things that have happened in our life and that's kind of where I'm at right now this year is just I want to completely heal like I want to tackle the tough conversations and things that I've never brought up because you know I can talk about my anxiety and my depression all day to blue in the face to my counselor but but I'm really really in the grief um that I'm dealing with as well but trying to really really get down to why I'm like the way I am in certain situations like as far as like I'm always defensive but the defensive mechanism kind of comes from me being pushed not physically pushed into the corner but me being emotionally pushed into a corner and not sharing my feelings and how I felt and that's why when me and my husband got together um 
I, I wanted to kind of change the narrative, like when I was going to counseling still. But um, I learned how to speak up for myself. And I just said I wasn't going to allow a man, and now this year I'm not going to allow a man or a woman to try to bully me into thinking differently about what I have done or what I have not done. And really just sticking to what what I say and what I do and how I, how I feel and not letting others alter or change change my mind and and I and me also and me also not changing my mind like if you made me feel like this this is how I feel and not feeling bad about it and that's kind of what I talked about last week as far as like with my counselor like why do I feel guilty and so it just made me think like okay is this abusiveness or is this toxic so according to a 2014 study abusive friendships can cause depression anxiety and post traumatic stress disorder PTSD and studies have shown they can be physically damaging as well so a study found that negative relationships especially especially those filled with criticism and argument arguing can increase a woman's risk of developing high blood pressure other studies have shown show that negative female friendships can stress the body and cause an uptick um, coarsal levels okay so some more signs of if you are being in a toxic or abusive relationship um you don't think they have good intentions you can't depend on their divide advice you're embarrassed by their behavior towards others you make excuses for them you feel used you don't know why you're friends with them they criticize you all the time they make you second guess yourself So now that you have identified, so now that we have identified these things, it's kind of like, just what do we do? Like, it's so easy to I, to say, okay, like you did this, you did this, but how do we overcome it? And I really don't want this to be just like negative talking friendships, but just understanding the reality of it and how to really overcome them as an adult, um, because it's hard. <laughs> Especially when you have a friend or if you're the person who's very defensive. And that's kind of where I'm working on right now is just self-taking accountability for things that I have done. Don't mind doing that. But, you know, like in part one, we were just talking about how when you have a discretion with a friend and they bring up old stuff that you have already dealt with and talked about and have apologized for that's not healthy because i've apologized i've we've had, we have talked about this and going back to that it's just like okay do you even trust me as a friend at this point because then we just can't be friends so there's really just no doubt about it that your friends are toxic or abusive so it's really just comes down to like now what do we do of course speak to a therapist about your abuse or toxic friendship which helped me last week um, because I just kind of just seen a different view as far as like with friendships and and what role I pre- I basically play um, as far as within friendships and accountability. So let's begin to heal. So here are like eleven tips um, how how we can really just overcome emotional abuse all around because one we just have to realize that it's it 
doesn't really just sometimes it doesn't start with just friends it could be from family it could be from relationships so here are 11 tips on overcoming emotional abuse one familiarize yourself with what consults emotional abuse so just really deep dive into um researching like what is emotional abuse and i really highly encourage you to just research a little bit like as far as abusive relationships and toxic relationships and just friendships or relationships and just seeing like trying to differentiate the the line on where it is crossed and what boundaries um have been crossed and even if it's emotional or um even if it's abusive or whether it's abusive or toxic just trying to really differentiate what it is before just guessing and if you're not sure about which one it is um you can either just do research or just um go to your counselor or your therapist and just just talk to him about it and just say i just really need to know like where i'm at with this um another thing is just recognizing the qualities of a healthy relationship um so because it's kind of hard for me to do that because of things relationships that i have been around i haven't really been around that many um healthy relationships or friendships more so to say so right now i'm in the process of just learning what that is and that's okay and you can talk to your therapist about that as well and three knowing that it is not okay um so whether it's abuse or toxic either one is not okay and eventually over time it does become very overwhelming and it can be very very unhealthy for you mentally and i'm just at the point which i hope we're all at the point right now where it's just like i just don't want to I need, I just don't want to deal with it anymore and just knowing that this is not okay. Like, how I feel is validated and I'm okay for feeling that and that it is not okay for me to be feeling like that. Uh, four, understand that abuse is a cycle. So, yes, um, as far as, like, with the childhood and everything like that and, and vice versa on the other friend's part, it could be a cycle for them as well. But, Again, going back to three, knowing that it's not okay because as an adult, we should be able to take accountability and we should also be able to come to our friends and tell them like, hey, you're doing this to me. Not really sure if you're aware of this, but you're definitely doing this to me and this is how I feel and this is how it makes me feel. And if they can't understand that, then is this. (laughs) Uh, Five, reach out to family or friends. If not all your friends are toxic, which mine aren't. I have, and that's the thing. I do have some friends um, that are very loving, very supporting, and everything like that. So I do confide in them about other friendships or or with my family. So just reach out if you ever feel, or even if it's a relationship and not a friendship, if you just feel like you're, you're overwhelmed um, with the emotional abuse. Um, six, seek guidance of a professional as always. Please seek a counselor. <laughs> Definitely not a counselor, but I just like to talk to you guys about the things that I go through. Um, so definitely seek a counselor if you need, if you're in the Huntsville, Alabama area and you need a good counselor, girl, I have one for you. Just let me know in the DMs and I definitely will refer you. And seven, stand up for yourself, period. No matter what type of of anything that it is that you're going through uh always stand up for yourself and that's really what i'm learning right now i've 
I never knew how to stand up for myself because I always felt guilty and I always felt like I had to be the bigger person and that I had to just be the superhero for everyone and the superhero's tired. <laughs> like I'm just tired and I'm just learning how to stand up for myself in my own way, whatever that may look like. I'm I have a kind heart, but at the same time, again taking stuff I do take self accountability for myself, but also when I feel how I feel, I, I need to stand firm in that and not just go back and try to cope other people's feelings on how I feel. How that worked. <laughs> so it, it's just really, really a lot. And I can, and, and it's just, it's just, it could be a lot sometimes. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, just definitely seek your counselor with anything um, to give this confirmation. And more so, seek God because, girl, did you know the emotional abuse was talked about in the Bible? Because I didn't. So here's, <laughs> here's a verse, and I may need to get that Bible out. Uh, and seek God. So here's one of the verses. Um, Psalms 34, 17 through 20. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. The Lord is near to a brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are many are the afflictions of righteousness, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. And then another one is Psalms 103, verse 6. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. And of course, Ephesians 4, 32, girl. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God and Christ forgave you. And as always, you know, we just want to make sure, we always want to have forgiveness in our hearts, no matter what. But also just knowing, because God don't want us to take God don't want us to be walked over now. But just always have forgiveness in your heart. And, and the thing is, you can forgive someone and still not not be around them or interact with them and have no hatred in your heart. So forgiveness is always on the table along with grace. So I hope you learned something today as long as I did. I hope this makes sense because y'all know I just go, when I go to rambling, I go to rambling. <laughs> but I hope that you learned something as well, just as I did. And that, and just learning the difference between abusive friendships and toxic friendships and just learning how to cope with them and, and learning how to cope with you going with the friendships or, or ending the friendship. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Valentine's And I hope that you guys really have a good weekend. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Please follow the social media, Woo Chow Podcast, Woo Chow with three eyes podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And next week's topic, I'm going to just let y'all, I'm going to wait, okay? Well, but me be here next week because it's getting, it's going to get good. <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in. You guys have a good weekend. Bye, guys.